Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today, we are covering Ozark Season 2, Episode 6, Outer Darkness. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher here with one of my former students, Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Hello, everybody. It is me, Kurt, the former student he spoke of during the introduction. <laughs> Indeed. I didn't want any confusion. I, want any confusion. Uh, I was speaking of the other, the other Kurt, no, the former really. student. Yeah. Okay. How many Kurt's anyway, do you think you've had? I was trying to think about that the other day. I don't know why that popped into my head, but I was like, is is Kurt the only Kurt I've ever had? It is really very not. possible that you're the only Kurt that I've ever had. Yeah, I wonder if there's another Kurt out there that you did have and they're kind of heartbroken that now you forgot. <laughs> it, it's very possible. But anyway, Although they're not they're not likely to be listening to this to the to the show. Oh, the odds are very low. <laughs> Yeah. Such an yeah. Yeah. But uh, so Kurt and I have both seen Ozark all the way through. We both love Ozark. Uh, when I say all the way through, I mean through the end of season three, because season four has yet to be released and we are anxiously awaiting its release. I would imagine they will be announcing any time now when that's going to be coming out. I have no idea. No. I, I, I bet they'll announce it any, any time. But at any rate, We've seen all the way through season three. This is a, a rewatch for both of us, but fear not. We will not spoil anything beyond season two, episode six until the end when we give you fair warning during the spoiler section. Right, Kurt? That spoiler section is a great section at times. I mean, I won't spoil the spoiler section. I think that's kind of <laughs> <in> bad taste. <laughs> that's pretty meta. Okay. <laughs> all right. So... I need to first start out by guessing Kurt's rating on this episode. Hmm. 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 Uh, I know you love Buddy. I know you love Buddy. And I know you do love I? Jonah. I do think I you like do. Jonah? I think you love Buddy and Jonah. And this is, a, I think, as heavy a Jonah episode as we've had so far. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that statement. Okay. Uh, and it's, it is obviously a swan song for Buddy, although he doesn't do much in this episode. He's only in the very first scene. Very interesting. Yeah. Way to call it a swan song. Yeah. In fact, I'll call the last episode more a swan song. Yeah. I, I totally agree. <laughs> uh, but I see also, what you mean by that. He's still prevalent. Despite. I think you might be a bit put off by the runtime. It's an hour and seven minutes in episode six of the season. Yeah, not a finale, not, not it, a premiere. It, it is kind of cheaty. You know, I feel it's cheaty to put part one, part two sometimes. It's okay. Yeah. But just to make it up so longer, I feel like it's cheaty. <laughs> like, I don't know. So, the, the, well, this is one of the things about Netflix is that they don't pay really any attention to runtime. There yeah. are runtimes that they can have an episode, one episode be 48 minutes and the next episode be 67 minutes. They, they, they don't care. Which isn't actually all that bad, yeah. You know? No, it's it's. So. I think it's one of the advantages of streaming television, where you're not beholden to advertisers mm -hmm. and commercial breaks. So, uh, I'm gonna say you probably. I, I don't think you gave this a ten, but I don't think you gave it an eight either. I'll say you gave it a nine. Before I reveal to you my result, um, I just want. It well, to that be makes me record. nervous. I just wanted to be. I wanted it to be. Should this be on the record or off the record? Well, this is going to be public, you know, access. Yeah, so yeah, but I would I say on the record. the record. It can be on okay. the record, but I want to be off the record on the record. Like people, it, it'll be on the record, but it's off the record. Like you don't, 
Okay, so it can't be used against you, even though yeah. everybody could access it. Yeah, because it's off the record. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I gave it a All 10. Right. I gave it a 10. You gave this a 10? Really? I gave it a 10. I gave it a 10. Interesting. Which, which, which makes me I don't know if you gave it a 10. The thing is, though, okay. I feel like like there's, there's sad people, and there's a dead person, and there's even a funeral home, which to me means you gave it a 10. Just that, that's all. So I'm going to say you gave it a 10. <laughs> there is a funeral. Oh my gosh, you're right. There's a funeral. I am a sucker for funerals. Uh, I gave it a nine. I I I think this is a pretty well. Hold on. What was the previous episode? The previous episode wasn't. Oh, game day. Game day. Game day. Yeah. It's okay. So the game day. This is no game day. I, th- no, it's not game day. And so I I did not give this a ten because I I felt a little bit of a letdown after watching game day so. that's true no this, this pales in comparison to game day i still really like it yeah. but like yeah i think this proves to me that i think game day is the best episode so far of Ozark, it, it, period. yeah I, th- I think it is this and this is a good episode i really like it. obviously i gave it a nine i think that um and I, I even think this is not as good as was it stag the one before game day yeah i think it's not even as good as stag but but I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that I'm a little hung up. There's something I'm really hung up on in this episode, and maybe you can help me get unhung up on this, but Probably it, is, it is really, it's a real big, a really big sticking point for me. So do you want me to tell you now, or do you want me to tell you when we get there? Uh, up to you. You can bring well, it up now. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up now. It's, it's the bone replacement. I okay. don't understand how they pulled that off. Okay. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't understand how they pulled that off. Do you? No. I mean, I, I forgot all about that <laughs> until just now. That was a question I had. So uh, we'll talk about it more when we get there. But uh, I I can't. I, I'm having trouble getting past that. But I did love the the funeral scene. I, I adored it. So good. It, it reminded me so much of Six Feet Under. It was great. Uh Six Feet Under. Maybe we'll cover that someday. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, uh, so that, that's that's our ratings section here. Uh, anything else you want to say in broad strokes about why you love this episode so much? Uh, broad stroke. I like, I don't want to say I love Jonah. I oh, I, I like think Buddy. you do. Okay, I guess I do like Jonah. I take that back, I guess. <laughs> um, Ruth, she's not really there that much, but when she is there, it's very definitely interesting right to just look mm-hmm. into what's going on with ruth after what happened but it's very very small glimpses obviously interesting i think petty's still super interesting so i still love petty as character yeah petty uh, is pretty awesome right now <laughs> like i still like it petty uh marty this is a pretty good marty episode oh wendy mm-hmm. wilkes is even interesting in terms of what he does oh what well, wilkes and jim when they get interviewed by petty that's a great scene right do love that uh-huh. yeah yeah uh, yeah and I guess, you know, uh, we see the Snells, and that whole fiasco is also great with them falling out from that, but it's also, you know, I just, I, I, I guess there's nothing bad in the episode that, there's not, there's not a bad storyline that I dislike, I guess is an easier way of putting it, right? All, all the storylines I, yeah. I at least like, really like love, like they're all really good storylines. So I'll tell you, episode. one thing that you didn't mention that I do love about this episode, I love the end of this episode. Oh yes, yes, yes! I do love the end of the episode as well. Yeah. Oh, the look on Marty's face. Oh, it's so good. It, yeah. That's a really great ending. And, and I see Frank do Cosby. not. I do not remember where that story goes from here. 
I do not. And I've been trying all week long since I watched the episode to remember what the hell happens with Rachel. And I cannot remember. So oh, this wow, will be fun. Cool. We'll have to, find fun to watch. But Mr. Sal, yeah. I have a question for you. Yes, sir. And it's with regards to the title of this episode. Yeah, let's talk about the title. Yeah, I'm ready. I, I hate it, it. What does it mean? <laughs> I don't know. I have what no idea. Do you know? No. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, this, this is really like a like a vague. Like you could really apply this to a lot of different things. I know. So I really don't know what they're going with it in specific, but just in general, weak title. Like it, I, I it is like a this weak is, title. This is this is like F tier title wise. Well, I think I think it's better than Stag, because Stag seems very specific, and yeah, I can't figure it out. <laughs> It could just be like, petty. Petty's the stack. It could just be. It could be petty. It could be, but, but I, I think that's. I think you really have to stretch to to make that work. But this this outer darkness is vague enough that it, it could apply to you know lots of things. Yeah, to, you can but, end it. Yeah. but I don't see how it specifically ties in anything here. I did come up with what I think is a much better title. Let me let me see what you think of this. Do you have a better title? Uh. I didn't think I, maybe I should start thinking better titles. Um, on the spot, uh, I don't, I don't want to just sit here and, and I'm just blanking on the entire episode. I mean, I guess most of the episode is the FBI going after Marty. We have game day, so something mm-hmm. with the FBI. So like burial, maybe. That that's what I came up with. I said really? burial grounds. Burial grounds. That's what that's yeah. what I came up with. Burial you know, grounds be, a bit on the nose. Burial is even well, a bit on the nose for me, but well, but Bones. but it's. Bones ain't bad, actually. But well, but I like knows. burial grounds and burial, or so something with burial, because it doesn't just apply to what's going on at the Snell's ranch. It also de- applies to Buddy. Oh yeah, that's really good too. And you could also say Marty himself is getting buried under all the yeah, sure. Marty and Buddy. Right? Yeah, buried. sure, yeah. But I, I think burial or burial grounds would be, would have been a much better title than than this. So. Anyway, uh, another one that I came up with was "Dearly Departed," but you know, yeah, that, that's a that's a little cu- a little cute. I, I think "Burial Grounds" works yeah. better. I wouldn't say "Dearly," yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> or "The Departed," but whatever. Anyway, uh, departure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I like "Burial Grounds." I don't like "Outer Darkness." I don't get it, but I don't know. Maybe we'll come up with something as we go through. But in the meantime, let's talk about the symbols. Which I is very interesting because every symbol is about the Snells here. Wait, hold up now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Technically. Technically. Every right. symbol. Yeah. And then, yeah. Wow. You know, in fact, yeah. I mean, I I, I didn't really care. I, I didn't think too much about the symbols because they're pretty obvious when I saw them in the show. Yeah. But where like this is a real real one dimensional uh, symbols here, like. The bones are related to the pick, yeah. which are related to the dog, which you can relate the bones to the dog and, you know, whichever bones yeah. you want to think of. And then the DNA relates to the bones. Yeah, they're all just yeah. very related symbols. This is a yep. terrible group of symbols. <laughs> it is. I like, like I like them. them. Any one like of them, them. Are, would be good. But yes, to use all four of them, it's like, what the hell? It's like <laughs> some, some of the parts are great. Right. Yeah. Like they they went they went in they went all in on the Snell story here. Yeah, these they symbols. like lost. Yeah, they they really and, uh, they could have they could have done some other stories there. Like, <laughs> anyway, like shower so, head. 
Ruth. Oh, oh yeah. Water. That's a that's a really great scene, by the way. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So there's nothing with the Snells. There's nothing with uh, the the birds. There's it's it's all the. I'm sorry. There's there is everything with the Snells. There's yeah. nothing with the Langmores. Yeah. Yeah. You can. And yeah. I would say it's a bit with the birds. You can definitely relate it with the birds. Yeah, I mean, Marty's I guess. doing the wheels to pick. Bones, all right. Whatever. Hey, you, yeah. But yeah, that's splitting hairs. So <laughs> and it's, I guess it's also with the FBI because they have the dogs. But it's all too Snell related. Like yeah, it's all on the Snell ranch i guess the dna is in the lab but it's using this the stuff yeah yeah the yeah so. <laughs> snell heavy very snell leading uh icons but speaking of the icons the first one mr sal yep that's some dna in the shape it of looks like Z. some dna yes the 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 dna of course being what they tested the bones for to see if they they could find identify the body of dell or grace but instead the dna turns up as just ancient snells ancient maybe not snell. maybe not ancient but ancestral snells how's yeah. that yeah old snell yep yep uh, uh yep dog. a yep they got the 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 body sniffing drug sniffing whatever sniffing dog that uncovers the body the first you body know, i i don't know if i said but like airport dogs right you've been through mm -hmm. an airport you've been through an yeah. international airport yep and not in a long time know, but yes yeah but you know how, like, I don't know if they have it in local, like, domestic airports. They haven't only ever flown internationally. But they might. Like, they, they have dogs that smell for food. Because internationally, you can't bring food. Like, you can't bring certain meat. Because oh. they don't want mad cow disease. In certain countries, I think it's different, like, regulations. I remember in, like, the UK, they were very, like, I think much stricter on that. But, like, you can't bring, like, dairy products, uh, meat. You can't bring certain foods uh, okay. with you internationally. So they have dogs that just smell for food. Which I find really funny because it's like a dog that smells for food is like any dog. So it's, it's like, it's like, I get that the dogs, I get that the dogs train. Don't get me wrong. But I just think like, if you told me, like, what's the dog do? It smells for food. I'm like, okay, well, doesn't th like every dog smell for food? I don't. <laughs> yeah. Right. But anyway, yeah, moving on. The, yes, the, the body yep. sniffing dogs, bone sniffing <clears throat> dogs. As many dogs do enjoy their bones. But that's true too. Anyway, <laughs> that's why I thought of that. But anyway. Uh, the, the yeah, so the R, the R, the R yeah. is the pickaxe that Marty uses to dig up the ancestral bones of the ancestral Snells, <clears throat> which are, by the way, a completely different color than the bones that they brought in originally. So again, not sure how this works. <clears throat> and then finally, we have the K, which are the bones themselves. So again, that all K, of these things. You know what? Now I kind of see it. Now that I look at it, I don't like the K. Oh, that, I, I think like that's sideways. the best letter. Really? I think that's the I think I that's the best representation. I thought it was like sideways, but now now I can kind of see it. Like they make the K with like the the dash not on the. So when I make my keys, I make my dash on the like the stem. Okay. This is not on the stem. This is off the stem. All right. So what do you record. think is what do you think is oh, a better letter that than that? The Z. What's a better the 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 Z the DNA? Yeah. Huh. Tell me, you don't okay. see a Z right there. That's pretty clear. I mean, I'm not, I'm not looking at it right now, but I, I'm, I didn't think it looked as much like a Z as the bones look like a K. Do you have a K in your name? No, I don't have a K in my name. Didn't think I, I could tell. Anyway. <laughs> so, so therefore, I forfeit my, my, <laughs> yeah, yeah. my right to right comment on it all yeah. days. <laughs> okay. All right. Listen, I can't pretend to be a parent. You can't pretend to have the letter K in your name. It's just the way it is, Mr. Sal, right? I don't make the rules. 
I just enforce them. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think the worst letter in this group is the dog. I totally agree. I, I, the A has been so weak. Like every time. Like, last time it was bad. like last time it was like Charlotte's box. Yeah. It's a it's bad A season. Yeah, like the A's yeah, have been bad. very weak. Yeah. So I also think that the best representation of the of the episode is the bones. So I thought that was the best letter and the most useful symbol. I, I would agree that the the bones are probably the most useful. Yeah. So it, I mean what... definitely multiple I, oh actually it depends. Yeah, I will say it kind of depends how you feel about the symbols. If you think the symbols should be for one specific scene or moment, then I would actually mm -hmm. disagree because you could really you know put the bones all about, right? Same with the dog, right? Versus the pickaxe is just that one scene it means. So but I, I would agree for the way I look at it. Like, yeah, I would so agree the, the bones the, for that. Here's how I think of the symbols. I I consider the usefulness of the symbols to be the symbol that best reminds me about this episode. That's gonna they're gonna trigger the memories. That's a good that criteria. Help me remember this episode. And to me, the bones do that this episode is about those bones in a yeah. lot of ways so it's not about the pickaxe or the dog uh you know the dna is is, a, relevant, is, a, but... is is very relevant but uh the pickaxe by the way is is what i consider the least useful because it's just it you know it's like the the crowbar the hatchet or whatever oh yeah, yeah or the crowbar <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like okay that's a tool that was you used at one shovel. point you could just have a yeah. shovel it didn't like, exactly yeah, it didn't really matter all that much yeah i i agree so so there we go all right let's start running through the episode what do you say yeah yeah by all means all right we'll start in wendy's car this is right after the events that happened at the end of last episode which was buddy burning the poppy field wendy is super anxious she is white knuckling that wheel like crazy buddy uh makes wendy uh, they, they have this nice conversation they talk about the music that's playing and buddy saw the concert and uh, he tries to calm her down a little bit but he makes wendy promise that they'll get out once they get the, the casino up and running so he doesn't want them to get stuck here he wants them out after they get he wants them to follow through on their plan to yeah. Go, move to the gold coast after they get the casino up and running and wendy does tell him about the gold coast as well i don't remember the name of the village that she, that she to, oh i do actually mulumbi mulumbimbi okay that's how you said it or that's how yeah they plan to go to mulumbimbi which is about one hour from the gold coast so they're talking about the gold coast again anyway uh and while she tells him about it buddy just stops responding uh, and it turns out that he's dead. And Wendy's clear. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, this is a really sad episode. Like, they have, like, two really sad. Even the root stuff's really sad, actually. There's a lot of, oh, yeah. like, depressing stuff in this episode. But this yeah. is super it, sad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see why you thought I gave it a 10, because of all the sad. But Yeah. <laughs> really sure. Listen, if I could remedy, if I could remedy the bones part, mm -hmm. you gonna you going to give it a 10? Uh, I might. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, I'll be interested to see if you can remedy that. But oh, Wendy God. is clearly upset that Buddy's dead, but she does pull herself together. And you know what? I, I'm watching this and I'm thinking, man, who would have thought that these two would have been so close at the at this point? Because uh, their first the first scene together, Buddy's like insulting Wendy about uh, Charlotte's period plugs, he calls them, and uh, saying, you know, when when the decision maker 
uh, come back here with a decision maker, uh, you know, and, instead of understanding that she she's, has permission to make these, not permission, she has the authority to make these decisions. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a bad <laughs> I was I was putting myself in Buddy just then, <laughs> yeah. Ch- channeling Buddy. But Buddy anyway, back the room, yeah. but it, the, I mean they had they got off on such a, such a bad start, and then to see them this close uh, at the end of his life was really something. So it was something. I don't know. I an odd thing to me is always like people's last moments, right? Like, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, it, it just depends on the way you pass, but like, can people tell when they're having their last moments? Like, does does Buddy know he's about to pass, or ah, uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, sometimes you have an indicator of it, like they go and read a Charles Dickens book or something. But uh, otherwise, you know, <laughs> did you pick that up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but no, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I, th- I think he probably. It seemed like he had an idea that he was done. Yeah. You know, he's imparting this last bit of, you know, get out. That, I, I, I also do like the idea of, like, you know, bring down the snail's poppy field. I like to imagine he knew he was going to go within 24 hours. He's like, you know what? I don't like those snails one bit. I'm burning their poppy field, and I don't like <laughs> to live with the consequences one bit. Like, like he's, that's why he's pushing the birds to do it. Not because it's yeah, like yeah. the best play, per se. He just really wants to do it himself. <laughs> like, he knows he wants to live with repercussions so that that would be funny i like that idea all right so anything else we want to say about the the death scene here no that's a good scene okay yes it is yes it is all right at the langmore's place wyatt is knocking on ruth's door trying to get her to respond she's not responding so well she she eventually you know just yells at him you know i'm fine get away stalker you know i'll be there in a minute and she won't take Marty's call. She's clearly still very shaken by all this. And uh, she goes and takes a shower and she, she's, she cries as she puts her face under the water in the shower, which, I mean, I, this is something That's I never even PTSD. thought of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that, she, she now has PTSD toward water. Which is yeah. like that's terrible. That's awful. I never even thought about that as a, as a byproduct of waterboarding. I mean, we know waterboarding is one of the most inhumane things that you can do to someone. It's it's awful. Uh, it's 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 obviously getting to her to the point where she can barely put her face in the, under the water in the shower. Yeah, PTSD is like such. It can happen from so many things. Like I I know someone that flipped their car. And they mm-hmm. had like they felt like a PTSD feeling driving near that same area for like months afterward. Oh, I know someone else, right? They had sure. like a grill accident, like their their grill like yeah went up in flames and like you know they, they had like some injuries on their face and whatnot. And yep. they're they're terrified to grill, like they and they get like super anxious that something's gonna explode, like a, a balloon popping. Like them trying yep. to pop a balloon really scares them now from that. Yeah. So like yeah, that stuff's just it, yeah, it's real. Just getting like something that's super simple and like mundane could really trigger like a ptsd response if you had like a real uh scarring moment yeah absolutely she also has these huge bruises on her arms which is oh yeah it's disgusting as well so so ruth's ruth's not in good shape right now she she's struggling but so the birds at the at the bird's house uh harry takes uh, buddy's body harry's the funeral director i don't like the way you said that takes his body I think uh, that's I mean, an accurate. Wow, wow. It's accurate. I just don't like yeah. the wording of it. 
It just makes Takes. it sound like he just he's like oh and like he just went in the car, slung him over his shoulders, like yeah, I'll take this one with me back to the office <laughs> and I'll give it some repairs and you'll have it good to go for the funeral and then like walked off with it. I wonder if but, Buddy is going to have any extreme embalming. I, but, I don't yeah, I don't know. But, but anyway. Anyway, yeah, so uh Charlotte's sad, Jonah is like feeling all the feels right now he's sad obviously he's mad that wendy pushed him too far for helping uh, for helping them with something you know he's he's feeling it all right now yeah uh and the, you know they, they have the idea you know let's let's just spend the morning the, the day together just the four of us will make pancakes they make pancakes a lot by the way i don't know if i don't know if i've ever heard of anybody or any family having pancakes as much as these people do <laughs> so but i mean pancakes yeah uh and marty ditches it almost immediately and says no nah, i'm gonna go try to head this off with the snells because this is gonna be a problem i gotta get in front of it wendy's wendy's not thrilled with that and this will come back later in the episode <laughs> yes it will it's the actions that marty does yeah 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 absolutely so at the snells marty gets there but He's not, he's not the only person who's visiting the Snells because Petty's there with his dogs looking for Dell. Uh, and he questions the fire. He, he's talking to the Snells and he's saying, oh, you know, what, what, what was this fire about last night? Uh, they, the Snells tell him that it was a prescribed burn. If you were a farmer, you would know. So that, now this is not, um, it's not, outrageous because there are prescribed burns of fields so <clears throat> they could be telling the truth here they're they are right not. i don't understand them because i'm also not a farmer yeah. so exactly like my love... non-farmer head goes why why burn the field why not just like <laughs> mow it down or cut it down or something wouldn't that just be like just as good or better but uh. <laughs> i don't but i really i don't understand the, like i don't know the logic behind it but i've never tried to learn the logic behind it so. uh, i would think that right. if you you know mow it down plow it under or whatever like all that seed is still there and you're still gonna end up growing the same crop uh, inadvertently yeah, you, and you don't right. want I to thinking, i see yeah, i was thinking like the nutrients of the plant would get in the way but you are right yeah the seed would be there well a lot yeah, of those nutrients yeah a lot of those nutrients are still gonna get there if you burn it okay well, well mr so. sal you should be a farmer Oh, uh, I don't have any interest in being a farmer. <laughs> Although like the, the, the way Darlene throws this back in Petty's face, it almost makes me feel like, you yeah, know, maybe I should be a farmer. Everybody apparently should be a farmer because Darlene Snell says so. So yeah. anyhow, uh, that's a, that's a, all I have to say about that. Anything else you want to say about that? No, no, no. Okay. At the Langmore's house again, or not house, the, the compound here, Cade comes on in and, and tells, oh, actually, he's not in. I think Ruth comes out. Yeah, yeah, Ruth comes out. She's going to work. Cade, you know, says, ah, that a girl. Good job. You know, play the long game. Strike back when they least expect it. So he said, and he says, we'll get that money one way or another. So he's still... Even after that, even after being pinned down on the ground with a gun to his head, listening to his daughter get waterboarded by the cartel, he still thinks they're going to screw over the cartel and take the money. Uh, I mean, they've got him dead to rights now. Which is <laughs> that they think that like this cartel thinks she's a uh, she's not worth getting rid of. So they're in the good yeah. graces. I shouldn't say good mm -hmm. graces, but they're not. In, they're not in, like the crosshair. At least 
literally yep. speaking, I guess, but metaphorically they are. I don't know. Listen, yeah. Cade, he's got it. You are all about Cade, man. I don't understand. I, I feel it. I think I think you're too negative on Cade. I gotta I gotta counter it back. Oh, uh, that's that may be true. I am very negative on Cade. And honestly, I think this is just so toxic. I, I, I think this is the like in, the, ex, the exact the wrong public, thing. You believe in what? I believe in public defenders, Mr. Sal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think okay, he's a good. Right to an attorney. Here you are right. trying to be judge, jury, executioner, you know, hang Kate out to dry. But right. I think you should have a solid defense. All right, Jimmy. So that <laughs> was a better call Saul reference. Anyway, I think that this, what Kate is saying to Ruth is completely toxic. I think that Ruth is, as we've said, suffering PTSD right now. And to tell her to, you know, chin up, you know, get back in there and, and, and strike back is so counterproductive. Because I think that that, uh, only adds pressure to her she's already feeling pressure from the cartel and now she's feeling pressure from her father to continue this work that only he is interested in really yeah anyway that, that's uh, fair that's a fair assessment yeah uh, so we t- you t- you talked i shouldn't say we you talked last week about cade being a good parent and and doing the right things uh, i would argue this is exactly the wrong I, thing and I would terrible argue, parenting i would argue the sentiment is there he's trying no he's it's trying not to support he's trying no to he thinks what he's doing is helping ruth i, I listen do you think he's trying to okay i'll ask you this do you think he's trying to hurt ruth right now i think he's to completely disregarding ruth's feelings that, and that's not my question wait do you think he's trying to hurt ruth i i think he doesn't care if he does hurt ruth i think that, that, so okay, okay wait so Yes. Or so no. I definitely don't think he's. To? Listen, I don't think I definitely don't think he's trying to help her, and I think that he is. Really? What he's saying. He's trying to help her. I th- I I would wait. Well, you but you well, don't. So do you think he's trying to hurt her? I think what he's saying has no intention of doing anything to Ruth. I don't think he's intending to help or hurt her. I think he's he trying to help himself. <laughs> I, no, I, I no, I think he's I think he's trying to help himself, and he doesn't care whether he's helping or hurting Ruth. So I, in the process of trying to help, think, I generally do think he's trying to help out Ruth. I do actually. Oh come on! I don't think he's doing it the right way. But no, I could see people acting this way when someone's like, oh yeah, you know, at a, I mean. Listen, okay, I'll, I'll give you this. Adding in the holy yeah, let's rob them. We're still getting them, right? That part's uncalled for. But the the sentiment of like, yeah, add a girl, right? You know, no, uh, but listen, your feet already, that right, that, that that a girl back on your feet already. It's like you know, rubbing sh- dirt on it, right? Like when someone tells you you really should, like if you are injured, you shouldn't keep going, right? Uh huh. But the sentiment is they're they're trying to they the the intention is good. Right, even if the action itself is not good, the intention is good, and I All think that's right. what I'm not, doing here. I'm not arguing that that people do that. I'm arguing that Cade is not doing that. Yeah, Cade is just building his case so that he can deliver the line, the only line that he really wants <laughs> to deliver, which is we're gonna get that money. So we'll let the, we'll, we'll the judge decide this. We'll let the judge decide this. Okay. So, okay. The judge being the audience, uh, email us showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. Tell us who's right, Kurt or me. Kate's a scumbag. Okay. No, that's not the way we can slip that in there. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and say you, you can slip something in there too. Oh, well, he is a scumbag, but that's not. That's no, not there you go. Situation. That's not a relevant <laughs> situation. Oh, I think it is. 
uh, objection. All right, back at the Snell crap, Petty won't let Marty see the Snells uh, and is very unimpressed with Marty and says as much. But the dog so, uncovers so something. Oh, yeah, Marty is equally <laughs> equally unimpressed uh, yeah, <laughs> with Petty. <laughs> but Marty, Petty, class A character, man. I just... He so is great. pretty awesome now. I He's, actually feel kind of bad that I ever was down I on do. him in like, I, one. Petty is one of my favorite characters. <laughs> like, Isn't that funny? This is, I see Petty, this is, I get so excited. And this is one of the reasons why I like season two more so much more than season one. Because no, you can't no, 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 no. you can't you can't go. This is why I like season two more than season one, and then say Petty. Because going into this, we were always ragging on Petty. And even yes, season one, I know. okay. He gets worse in yeah. season two. But. Okay, but but look, I I really I I'm watching it again now. Okay, this is my second time through, and watching it again, I'm enjoying Petty so much more than I did the first time, and so much more than I did even the second time through season one. Yeah. So uh, so so Petty Petty's such an improved character in season two. I think Ruth is a much improved character in season two. Wendy is like taken over in season two, and honestly. I I think uh, oh you know Helen is is a is a great addition you know Buddy has more to do in season two I, I the Snells have more to do in season two I think that there's there's so many more so many reasons to like season two more than season one but anyway uh, oh and honestly I know we rag on him all the time but Cade I think is a great addition to the show because yeah. he he com- complexifies is that a word complexifies Co- complex complicates complicate thank you <laughs> he he complicates ruth's character so much so yeah I, yeah so, so i i i i'm loving season two it's so good, it's good. anyway it's getting good I, I will agree with that last i gave it 10 that's when i gave it 10 so. you've hey you've given back-to-back 10s in the yeah. middle of the season that's yeah, something I'm it. yeah i'm enjoying it <laughs> okay so funeral all, home say, yeah, go ahead not all but a good chunk on the back of petty it's true you're absolutely right so yeah moving on the petty uh, fan club dismissed yep okay and petty has petty's dogs have uncovered something at the funeral home marty gets on wendy's case for burning the field without talking to him about it he's not saying it was the wrong thing to do he's just saying it was wrong to not consult with him about it first uh what do you think of that i mean yeah I think he's a bit butthurt about it. You know, he's, I, I think he's, he's a bit controlling, right? Which you know, yeah. it makes sense in one way, right? I think I think you and me can mm-hmm. both kind of agree in like certain like, I think I can be kind of controlling in some work areas, right? Like I mm-hmm. I want to make sure things get done the way I want them to get done, and that's how Marty feels. He doesn't want anything to go wrong, understandably, mm-hmm. with the stakes being this high. But at the yep. same time, I think he he can't be like this. Like, I don't think he w- would have agreed it's Wendy in this case. It's just what she had to do something and yeah. basically if she didn't do it then or if, you know if buddy was doing offering to do it but i just it, it doesn't seem like there'd even be the time to do it if she didn't do it then so right it had it to just, be done she it was the yeah. right move yeah like i don't i i i, I also marty's a hypocrite too because he's, he's also oh for sure i'm telling wendy but <laughs> i guess i should have started with that which is yeah i mean listen but he might not be arguing that he might literally be arguing listen i know better than you on this stuff right yeah so 
talk to me about it which you could you could argue that if you want by all means i think marty's argument because i totally agree he's being hypocritical like he does so many things that's why you're hypocritical yeah but you can be hypocritical about if if his argument is also and i understand this stuff better than you now does he i don't think he really does better than Winfield that much so here's the here's the thing i mean i don't know if you've ever felt this way so but you know uh, when you are employed by someone else when, when so when you're not your own boss like your boss is going to make decisions that you disagree with. Yes. And sometimes if you have all the information that your boss has, you might actually agree with the decision, but your boss has more information than you have. So I think Marty's argument here is that he has all the information. He has a plan. He knows all of the ins and outs of this, and he needs to be kept in the loop on wh- whoever whatever his employees are doing and he considers wendy like an employee like maybe equal with ruth so i'm now i'm not saying that's right i'm just saying i think this is marty's argument that it's okay for him to make unilateral decisions because he has all the information it's not okay for wendy to make unilateral decisions because marty has some information she doesn't have which is he can argue that and that's fine but even if he Mm -hmm. argues that he's still wrong because yes. it, it doesn't it, it, it she literally I, I i don't i don't think she she feasibly could have consulted with you beforehand right so right uh, yeah it, it, exactly right yep totally agree yeah, and marty had his hands full at the time so she did have to do it so at, at any rate uh i i i'm with you i'm with wendy here uh and i'm also with wendy because she says she's getting buddy a mausoleum so another, it, it, she's, they've just had this argument about Wendy making unilateral decisions, and then she makes another one right in Marty's face. <laughs> You're getting Buddy a mausoleum? Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, when are you going to tell me right now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, back home, Jonah can't even stand to look at the deer head. And I, I don't know if it's, I think there's a lot of complicated emotions going on in Jonah right now. I think you know, part of it is because Buddy's dead. And he, Buddy was with him when he killed the deer. Uh, I think another part of it is that he just doesn't like the idea that he killed anything. Yeah, death. Because he, he was bothered when he uh, killed the deer to begin with, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. So. Also, by the that, way, this, title, this show could have been titled Stag as well. <laughs> yeah. It would have been the world's best title. Actually, it, I, I would have liked the title if it was called Stag. I wouldn't mind it that much. I mean, it's not the main story, but it's, it's yeah. a pretty important part and yeah yeah, yeah. so anyway going on yep. there's yep. three episodes that i think would yeah. be better named stag, than stag yeah exactly yeah. exactly all you know, right I'll so this i'll remember yep. actually i don't even remember i just remember nothing stag related happens in that one but no. maybe maybe <laughs> that's that, that's what they were going for with the title yeah okay yeah. sorry yeah was i think stag was the one where that stag was the was the really Rachel heavy episode. It, yeah, where, it, yeah, that's where just they get petty fashion, right? That's a game. Uh, no, next. No? They, they get the they get the um they get Ruth to say whatever she says that gets the FBI search warrant. Yeah, to it, go into the Marty's episode, house. Yeah, it's the episode right before like. Um, yeah, but right before game day. Yeah, yeah, and it's it, I mean it's an outstanding episode. It's 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 got all the great Rachel scenes. It's it, the petty opening scene with him just like losing his mind, and then the toward the end of the episode when he drags Rachel out in the woods and almost kills her. Like it's it's 
there's a lot of great stuff that happened in stag the title is not one of those great things so yeah, yeah. all right we're, we're going to go back and forth between the funeral home and the birdhouse for for the next few scenes here so at the funeral home marty is staring uh i'm sorry not staring marty is storing money in one of the empty caskets so we wondered where marty moved the money to he we knew he moved it out of the uh blue cat because rachel knew where it was and where did he move it to well he moved it to the funeral home and it's being stored in one of these caskets now you might remember wendy suggested that they buy caskets in bulk to save money yes so smart probably also to launder money although i don't know how that works again yes yeah, yeah i still understand <laughs> spending money makes you yeah. money but yeah that's back why home that's why yeah. i'm done with that's, money that's, is that the only reason yeah <laughs> oh so if is you that, is, that a, it, is that is that like a legally like fair question to say like if i say if i say that can, can i get in trouble i don't think so because i don't know how to so we're good <laughs> we're good no there you go <laughs> okay I, so uh back home jonah looks around buddy's room and finds his old rolodex do you know what a rolodex is yes i do know what a rolodex is though i forget okay. the name as well but i i was uh, i thought it was like uh, it's like that, that phone number holding stuff i don't <laughs> yeah i don't know the name of it but like i've seen them before which they yep. really stress me out when i see them because it's like like if you if that if that you lose there or if that burns or something happens like you spill water on that rip yeah. your contacts right like your contacts are well, but kurt i mean you know you you know you didn't grow up in that age you've grown up always able to store your contacts exactly that's what i mean like, like, yeah, that, like, that that, is, it, it was not always that way i mean i i yeah, had I an address book when i was in college I had an address book 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 of, book? Like, well no i, I kept it like, in my book. dorm room but oh you got is it, it but, a big book or a little book it was a little book, but it was a physical, you know, book, paper. And if how, we lost how did that it, work? Like, how, how did, like, is it, do you alphabetically store them? Like, how do you Yeah, there was like, an, there was like an A page and a B page. Yeah, but like, page, you yeah. can't, you can't like, look at, like, let's say I, I, I like, um, I'm sorting my first names. I meet like Marty, right? Yeah. M page. So he's A. And then I yeah. meet like, uh, what's a, what's the name this goes like? M O uh Morty Morton. Okay. Right? So I put Morton after Marty. Then I meet a yeah. Melvin, right? It goes between yeah. Morton. Well, how does that work? No, you, you can't do it. Within the letter, we couldn't alphabetize. So <laughs> yeah, you just gotta keep looking until you find Melvin. Yep. Swear. You go, oh wow, yeah, that's really annoying. Yeah. Well, I don't uh, think we didn't people didn't have, at least I didn't have like four hundred contacts in my address book either. Like I do yeah, on my phone. That'd like, be so annoying. Everybody yeah. who's ever called me is a contact in my phone. Yeah, that'd be so annoying to me having to like, oh I, yeah, yeah. I don't think I could have survived. Yeah. Well that would have been that would have been hard. Good thing. Yeah. Good thing you didn't have to. Yeah. I remember so, like now I yep. barely know people's phone numbers. I oh, I know. know I don't know. It's kind of bad, actually. I don't know anyone's phone yeah. numbers. That I, it's, 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 it's a sh I know it's a shame. I used to be really good at phone numbers. Me phone too, numbers were too. kind of my thing. I had a buddy in college who was like exceptionally good at birthdays. Like he, he'll still like send me a text message on my son's birthday. And like, I, I don't know how he knows that, but he does. He's, He's exceptionally good stop. at birthdays. 
please stop. Yeah, no, 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 no. I don't tell them, please stop. <laughs> no. But I, I, but I used to be that good with phone numbers. I can't do it anymore. I, I, I barely know my own phone number. You, yeah. you, you've been beaten. You've been bested by the machine. I have. It's like, what's that old folklore tale with the the man that tries to beat the mining machine, like the, the hole through the? Oh, is that uh, John Henry? John, I think it's John Henry. That sounds about right. But yes, yeah. yes, it's like John Henry. You've gotten beaten by machine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, simultaneously, as Jonah's looking around Buddy's room, Marty is looking at Buddy's body in the funeral home. So, I think there is some impact here for Marty. It's just not as outward as it is with somebody like jonah yeah we'll definitely see it does impact marty especially later yep. on but yeah definitely okay so impact. marty and wendy marty and wendy go home and wilkes shows up and confronts wendy about the legality of their investors because petty is going to be questioning him mm-hmm. uh and he, and he needs to get some information from wendy about this and, and he's a little upset with wendy for not telling him that, that there's some illegal business going on here, but she's honest with him. And I, what I'm interested in is why, why does he want this information from her before he has the meeting with Petty? I, I would think that he would want deniability. Yeah, you think? I, I guess, listen, uh, I, I don't know the like political drama scene of like how you, how you walk around these. I, how having knowledge of it makes it easier to hide it. Like I don't understand that part. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't think it does. I think. I think yeah. having knowledge of it makes it harder to hide it. I think if he goes in there knowing nothing about the cartel, it's very easy to to say for him to say, I don't know. They told me that their people are in tiles. I. I. I don't know. That's all but I know. Maybe. But maybe. Maybe it tells him what not to say, right? Like now he knows exactly maybe. what not to say, which I think maybe. might be a fair thing because. So, I think the only th- the the only other thing that I that I thought of is that he genuinely wants to protect Wendy, which it does sound like and, it's true. Yeah, and and the, and the best way for him to do that is to have all the information. That that is true. If his if his if his main goal is to protect Wendy, then I totally get him coming to Wendy to get the information. But if his main goal is to get off scot free then i don't know why he went to wendy so it must be in my mind it must be that he his main goal his primary goal is to protect her yeah you agree with that yes i agree with that all right cool all right i like when people agree with me at lickety splits marty visits uh ruth and tells her if she needs time that's okay before do you see what ruth is doing what? Yeah, she was well. She was pouring liquor from one bottle into another. So I don't know if she was pouring like the bottom shelf liquor into the top the shelf top bottle. Shelf, or... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think exactly what she's doing, which is terrible, but whatever. <laughs> like that's that's basically yeah. robbing, as far as I'm. Yeah, I that's mean, awful. So anyway, though, uh, I mean, you know, it's a, uh, it's it's definitely gonna. Well, why do you that when you're money laundering? This is you're literally yeah. money like uh, money. I yeah. think not the issue, right? Like no, is, exactly. In fact, give them the best. Like, make, make the bottom shelf look like I, maybe she poured yeah. the top shelf liquor into the bottom shelf. Maybe she <laughs> was. I actually I didn't recognize either one of those bottles, so maybe yeah, that's what she was hard. moving. Oh my! Maybe Lord. she was she moving the that. top shelf to the bottom shelf. Yeah, you're right. We're just making the assumption, but you know, she very well could be doing the opposite. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I'll, it's I'll, pretty I'll, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll recant my assumption. <laughs> though, 
Whatever, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it there. You will recant as she decants. Oh, no. Not good mind. taste. Not good taste. <laughs> that, that's PTSD right there. I apologize. So, Marty is visiting her and says, you know, she can have the day off. She can take whatever time she needs. It's okay. She's, she says she's effing fine. So, uh, she's putting on the strong face for Marty. She's fine. We will. Oh, we're supposed to take her at her word for that. The shower oh, yeah, would I, indicate you, otherwise. I believe people. I believe people when they tell me what they say. Okay. Very good. I'm glad to hear that, Kurt. So, okay. Uh, back at the Snells, there are many sets of bones. This looks like a scene out of Dexter. <laughs> this is, and 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 furthermore, this is not just any field. This is the poppy field where the bones are buried. And Darlene wants Jacob to admit that they never should have gotten involved with these people. Petty comes by and offers Jacob a chance to talk to about Marty. He but you know he'll he'll offer him a chance to basically turn Marty in uh, to get off on this. But he won't talk without a lawyer and that apparently is cause enough for Petty to arrest him for have for burning during a drought. That's the charge. Burning during really, a drought. You really, yeah, you really can't arrest him for the bones in his look, really? Gives well, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna let that slide because Jacob says uh having the bones in the ground is not a crime. So maybe he knows more about the law in Missouri than we do. Yeah, whatever. Fair enough. So <laughs> I guess so does Patty, because whatever. Yeah. Got got yeah, him. But yeah, yep, exactly. It's a you know, if, if you're a farmer, you would know. So or I think he switches it up. He's like, You're a farmer, you know, of course. Yeah. They're burning during a drought. But he doesn't arrest him himself. He makes Sheriff Nix do it. He makes Sheriff Nix put the cuffs on Jacob, even though Nix doesn't feel like the cuffs are necessary. Petty thinks they are. Yeah, we so really that, we really see a throughout this episode how uh, Nix is in Nell's pocket. So we, we we did wonder on that. How much is he does he work with the yeah, it, it definitely seems that way. He's definitely trying to avoid confrontation with the Snells as much as possible, as much as he can in this situation, which is yeah. tough to do. But but Petty is being very petty here and wants those cuffs on Jacob. Uh, yeah, I don't, have we ever made that joke? I don't think we've ever made that joke. I don't more. think we have. <laughs> but there, I did. <clears throat> Mischief managed. Okay. At, at the office, Helen gets involved here, and she wants to know... If the bones are a problem, and what are you going to do about it? Now, Darlene's there with them. <clears throat> so she's talking to Darlene about this. Darlene shifts the blame, and she blames whoever burnt the field, which seems irrational to me. I'm not sure how that has anything to do with anything, except maybe to save your ass, because you had a poppy field, and that's one less thing you had to worry about when the FBI showed up. So I'm not sure why and she Darlene thinks. is not always a person of reason. So no, Charlie's character, right? She's just like a person of emotion, mm -hmm. and she's very emotional, right? Now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, hey. mm -hmm. But that argument I just made is exactly what Wendy says to her. Nobody admits mm -hmm. that it was her who burnt the field, even though it was Buddy. But it, she was an accomplice for certain. But she says, and it's a good thing too. Well, Darlene is not happy that Wendy lied to her, and Wendy says that she just saved the whole entire enterprise by burning that field, which I think is completely fair for her to say. That's fair. Mm -hmm. All right, at the sheriff's office, 
Mason shows up. Oh, what's Mason doing in all this? Well, Mason's very excited that they found bones on the Snell property because he thinks that one of them might be Grace. And he's going to bring his baby by for a DNA sample so they can compare that against the bones to see if one of them is a match for Grace. Well, and, and uh, Sheriff Nick seems like he's like, oh, uh, Grace's DNA is on the database, not a missing person's database. I'll bring it in my baby. Right. Like, he, then he looks a little worried. Like, oh, no. exactly yeah nick's thought he was off the hook there but you know it's i I, we always i always talk about you know i always talk about how impressed i always am with ozark when marty and wendy say things oh my god we got to pick up the kid like oh my god we got to pick up the kids or jonah asks like what's for breakfast i'm always so impressed with that because it's like they remember that the, the 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 birds are also parents and they have to contend with parental stuff too yeah they are terrible at it with Mason because this is the second time we've seen Mason just by himself without his baby. And we know this guy preaches on the street corner. So Listen, it's not like I well, here's what I'm gonna argue with you by the way on this whole like kid thing, like remember their parents. I feel like it's almost the equivalent of them going, ah, well, you know, they're human, so I wanna see them going, you know, the mention oh, gotta go take a pee real quick and going to the restroom because you know, I as a person go to the bathroom <laughs> daily. Right, and I would like to make sure that my characters also go to the bathroom daily, and that's what Breaking Bad did right. We saw like the Walter White shower scenes frequently, so we knew he showered, like us. Okay, look, hey, if you have one scene, if you if you have a whole episode, no, there's not even it can't even be done. If you had like a four hour episode, and you were on one character the entire four hours, and it was continuous, and they didn't pee, then I would say yes, I agree with you. But that's not the case. There are time jumps here, and we can. The assumption can be made that they're peeing during those time jumps. But why can't the assumption be made that they're being parents? Where is Mason's baby right now? That's my. That's my question. Where is Mason's baby? The baby, you know, they don't. They don't do. They sleep a lot. Okay, where is it? Car. In the car. All right. Does he have a car? I have no idea. I've never <laughs> seen Mason with a car. I've never seen him pee. Does he pee? Here, here's what. Here's where I'm gonna say that I don't think I'm he has say, a car. I think he has when a car because he, he just left his house. Doesn't mean he didn't have a car. Okay. A so when when Marty when he threw the money at Marty's car, he walked away with no car in sight. That was a pretty long walk. He he didn't park his car right on his driveway. Clearly, um, he didn't want it to get towed. Okay. He knows his. He knows his right. Towed out of the driveway. Anyway, it's whatever. I just would like to know where Mason's baby is. My po- I, and he's going to get busted for it later in this episode for uh, neglect yeah, of the may- child. Maybe just so. left the baby outside, like yeah, you know, outside on the bench nearby. Yeah, exactly. So. so, I mean, we we know he did almost drown the baby. So. Anyway, this is not I the promise. best example of a father in this in this series. Anyway, back uh, at the birdhouse, Darlene called Marty to tell them about Mason. So now Marty knows that Mason's on the on the hunt for Grace's body here. And Wendy wants to warn Mason about Darlene. She is she she recognizes that Darlene will not let Mason take her down, and that Mason has put himself in harm's way by saying he's going to bring uh, bring the baby in for a dna test so 
Wendy wants to warn him. Marty does not. Yep. Sounds about okay. right. All right. We're in a, a, some questioning room. I don't think it's the same one that Marty was in last episode, but it might be. Yeah. But whatever, Wilkes, yeah. Wilkes and Jim are there now, and they're there voluntarily. And apparently Jim is a lawyer, which I, I don't think we knew that before. Yeah. I yeah. I was not aware of this until now, but it's yeah. fine. I'm okay with that. Yep. Yep. And Petty accuses Wilkes of using his charities to siphon off funds to prop up his agricultural businesses. So that's apparently why he needs this casino to, to succeed. We've been asking all season, why does Wilkes need, want this casino so badly? Apparently, uh, he is in some financial trouble and he uses his charities to prop up his actual businesses. Uh, and so he needs the casino to supplement that. But Jim very adeptly is that the word i'm going for here deftly very deftly rips off all of petty's recent crimes shooting the tv ten thousand dollars of damage he, to his hotel before, room but before all this though he does give him a chance to go off the record oh you're right yeah all right i respect that a man a man yep. of records right I think yeah are you sure you want to are you are you sure you want to record this next bit <laughs> petty says oh yeah i definitely do Okay, you, sh you shot the TV, you caused $10,000 worth of damage to your hotel room, uh, you robbed a drug dealer, and so on and so forth, and all these crimes, which is, is pretty damning for, for Petty. And I love that they actually call back to some of that stuff, too, because some of that stuff, it's like you watch and you're like, how does he get away with this stuff? I mean, he's an FBI agent, and that's probably the answer, but he, doesn't, he also gets to keep his job despite causing $10,000 worth of damage to a hotel room. Anyway. Uh, it, it, it is nice to that some of the stuff gets thrown back in his face. And Wilkes proposes that he tell Petty everything he knows about the birds in exchange for Petty not investi investigating him and giving Wendy protection. So this is a further indication, I think, that Wilkes is really in this to protect Wendy. I think that's like all the indication of it seems to yeah. be. I mean, yeah, that's really... Yep. Well, I don't, unless he's going some mega big brain play, that yeah, let's see. I would say, mm -hmm. yeah. Yep, exactly. So, by the way, Petty has stopped recording at that point. Oh, yeah, he did go <laughs> off the record afterward. <laughs> All right. And the sheriff's jail cell, Jacob tells Marty that five generations of Snells are buried on the land, but he will not tell Marty where they are because he says that we do not disturb our dead. Okay. It may, let's, let's, find out what mason's up to again he's he's on this bench in town somewhere and wait, when oh wait wait wait, yep. wait before you go on from that so um marty does kind of threaten him you know spill the beans otherwise he could rot in jail if he does spit, oh yeah know, spill the beans. but michelle my question to you is if you were in this position yeah would you spill the beans you're talking about if i was in jacob's position jacob's position yeah i mean that's a really tough position for me to can put myself in because i can't imagine ever having my ancestors buried on my land but i mean jacob knows whose bodies those are and jacob's no jacob knows that if they don't if they if they test that dna it's going to come up dell and grace and dell's partners and everything else and so jacob knows that he's staring at life in prison Actually, maybe even worse. I don't know if they have the death penalty you in Missouri. Death penalty, yeah, yeah. He's not so, getting out, it would look like. Right, right. Uh, and the alternative is give up his ancestors' bones. I'd give up the bones. 
<laughs> people are like that the bones <laughs> yeah i mean I'm, bones. I'm not that i'm not that superstitious <laughs> I don't and know. I, I, the reverse is would you be cool if like a few generations like two generations three generations down the line they give up your bones like do you, do you give consent are you gonna give consent in your will mr sal that you know, uh, if if you need to desecrate my body for a good reason mm-hmm. feel free well and for Should a good reason for a good reason i think that's a, a pretty subjective i i don't think this is a good reason so i would say no <laughs> You'd be like a rot. I, I, I would look at my ancestor and say boy did you screw up no you 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 stay in jail you rot. <laughs> yeah okay. exactly you rot as i have rotted i i know i i think i i i i, I Support the ingenuity of the ancestor. I would, I would let them desecrate my body. Okay, interesting. So I, I assume then, therefore, you would desecrate the body if you. Were no, I didn't have permission. I did not have permission. Oh, no, I'm joking. I would. I would. Okay. All right. Would. All right. You ready to talk about Wendy and Mason? Yes. Yes. All right. So Wendy visits Mason and pleads with him to not bring his son in for DNA testing. Uh, he, you know, she, she's trying to appeal to him and, and, and say, you know, you know what they're capable of. Don't do this. Mason, though, blames her for Grace's death. He says that blood is never washing off. I'm going to see to that. So okay. he refuses to. I mean, Mar- Wendy didn't ask for forgiveness. She didn't apologize for anything. I'm not sure that Wendy feels like it is her fault. She might, though. I think she probably does. does. Marty doesn't. Marty oh, does no, not. Marty, Marty, yeah. Marty forgot her name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, but Wendy does have some guilt about this, and and Mason is not letting her off the hook. She's trying, she's trying to make amends for that by coming to Mason and pleading with him not to go after Darlene and Jacob, and he is outright rejecting it because he cannot forgive her. Okay. Anything else about that scene? Uh, no. Okay. To, to the blue cat we go. Ruth uh, is uh, visiting Rachel to bump some oxy off of Rachel, which I, I guess Ruth's probably in a significant amount of pain. So that could be why. Let's hope it's not that she's addicted or about to be addicted. Anyway, Rachel tells Ru- Ruth. Oh, no. Ruth, I'm sorry. Ruth tells Rachel just stay away from Petty. But she never says who hurt her. The only person she incriminates in all of this is Petty. <laughs> Which is awesome. Like, I don't know how Ruth knows not to talk about anybody else. Yeah, I don't know if it's just happenstance or if she's being careful now that right. the FBI is around. Because she hasn't said anything incriminating to Rachel since the FBI has been about. Right, so right. I, I think she's just being more careful. But yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Okay. At school, Jonah is reading Buddy's scrapbook and he gets confronted by his, I don't know what do you call this guy, his client, I guess, for for not <laughs> doing <laughs> you like that. Okay. For not doing his work. Apparently, Jonah just forgot to do it. He's been pretty he's had his mind occupied by Buddy in the last couple of days. So Jonah offers the money back. You know, don't, don't worry about it. I'm, I won't After charge 50% you. off the next. But, but the damage is done there, right? Because oh, yeah. the kid has the assignment. What do you think is yep. the fair, like a, a, 
ethics aside, right? Because you're a teacher, and you would be like, wait, like I don't want people paying <laughs> for their money to, to do my homework. Right. Ethics aside, what do you think is a fair way? Because Jonah did mess up here, right? I understand. Oh yeah. Things have mm-hmm. happened here, but his client, he just got a zero possibly, or a late yeah. stage. Let's just assume a zero. I guess. How do you make uh, up that? You know, I, I'm not sure how you make up for that, except, you know, Jonah gives him the money back and says the next one's free, not a percentage even free, off. though, even free, like, he's still net lost, right? Like, assuming it's, it's scaled the same way, you'll mm-hmm. get a 50. It's yeah. the best you could get if Jonah gave him 100. Like, right. that's still irreparable damage. So it's still, like, we're getting the next one free, assuming it's 100. Almost, almost Jonah... When you when you pay him, he's like part of the risk of me doing this. Is I might not do it in time, right? So I think I think this, this <laughs> is a real issue. I think Jonah owes him quite a bit, actually. If this was not an apparent, you know, that's, that's well, all I'm saying. Okay, Make so I mean, but he could have an angry customer by all means. He wants to just leave him as an angry customer. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know what else Jonah's supposed to do. He could say, you know, the next three free, and then you're still only up to a seventy-five. You know, the next four free puts you up to an eighty. The next five free. Wait a minute. Did I skip one? Did I skip one? I, I think I, I think I was about to do five and five twice in a row. Anyway, <laughs> you know, the the next five free puts you up to an eighty-three. You know, it, it, it's it, it doesn't. You're not getting to a ninety anytime. Yeah. Soon. Oh yeah. That's it. I think a C B area is not terrible. So maybe like yeah. next four free might be something but that's i mean that's a lot of work for jonah is that fair yeah, it is you listen up you get four free oh, i don't know i don't know anyway this that's is assuming not what they're I'm... all 100 by the way sorry that's, that's assuming they're exactly all yes so. exactly and, and i you know i guess you know all that really matters is that there is nothing that jonah offers that is acceptable to this kid and it <laughs> no, looks this like kid, this kid is yeah. very mad yeah, it looks like this kid's about to beat Jonah up, and Wyatt intervenes and beats that guy up. Yeah, and uh, really beats on him. Like, Wyatt's Ooh, yeah. winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so what's going on then? Uh, I mean, Marty doesn't know anything about this, except that he's about to get a phone call about that. As he loads up digging tools, he gets a phone call from the school, you got to come down here, where he finds out that Jonah has been suspended, Ruth shows up to pick up Wyatt, and Wyatt hasn't been suspended. Wyatt's been expelled. Yeah, that is. I mean, now, Michelle. Yeah, yeah. You work at a school. I do. How, how would you feel if a situation like this occurred? Would you speak on this in terms of if a student gets in a very serious fight, very serious, and it was even gravely injured? Not gravely, but very much so. Like. You know, over over does it, but he was defending another student. Does he get well? I'll t- I will tell you, it is very difficult to expel a kid from a public school. <laughs> <laughs> At least in New York State, it is. I mean, extremely difficult, and you definitely can't do it in a day. Like it takes, <laughs> you know, a superintendent's hearing, and like there's there are going to be like legal battles fought over this probably because. You can't just say, you know, you have a right to a, a public education and then say you no longer have that right to a public education. So uh, th- this is a lot more complicated than Ozark is making it seem. At least for New York. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, 
Missouri, but they've already lied once about Missouri law. So yeah, exactly. But I, I do think, I think expulsion is extreme in this case, considering there was that he was intervening to protect somebody else. Who do you think should get a worse punishment? If this was the carbon copy case, do you think Wyatt, the bully, or should they get equal punishment? I don't know. Wyatt should definitely get the worst punishment. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but Jonah should probably get the biggest punishment of all, honestly. <laughs> really? I feel like yeah. at his age, I, 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 I would respect the ingenuity of it all. Well, I think you can I respect really the ingenuity while also punishing him most severely. I, but I don't want to punish him most severely, though. Cause I, I kind of like that. Like, so you, yeah. want to, you want him to continue doing this then? No, I don't want him to continue doing it, but I, I, I want him to, you know, good on good on him trying like, you know, entrepreneurship and whatnot kind of stuff, right? Like I think Well, yeah, I think it's whatever. fine for Marty to feel that way. I don't think it's fine for the principal or the superintendent to feel that way. And that's why I'm not a principal or superintendent. There you go. Yeah, Good on you. Good on you. Yeah, yeah. So so Ruth is is there picking up Wyatt and she asks Marty to intervene and and help help Wyatt. Marty's like, there's nothing I can do. Uh, sorry. And leaves. And this is not satisfactory to Ruth. She's quite upset about this. And honestly, I think rightfully so. I think Marty could have at least tried to say something on Wyatt's behalf. But yeah. anyway. All right. He definitely so, could have. He was, a, he was a big jerk. I get he's stressed out. He wants to bury he wants to unbury some bodies and move some bodies and uh, I guess bones and then you know do something with the bones but yeah it has to go do this yeah I guess so anyway uh, at home Charlotte tells Marty and Wendy about the five thousand the other five thousand dollars the five thousand that she gave to Jonah so really she's telling them about Jonah's five thousand yeah I know she's, she's just <laughs> So long ago, Jonah's all that's happening yeah, here. She's not exactly. I, mean, I guess she's confessing a bit for herself, but she's just throwing yeah. Jonah under the bus. <laughs> but jo- Jonah, though, like reacts like a champ. He's just like, "Yep, you know what? I got the five thousand dollars. I opened up a couple of bank accounts. I started a couple up of a, a couple of uh, shell companies. I've been laundering." that money so i'm mixing i'm doing exactly what you told me to do dad i've started this business and i was mixing the dirty money with the clean money which by the way is not really clean money because he generates an invoice for this but it's cheating so it's but not no, really it, clean money it's this it's this may legally make a business where i do people's homework for like am i no, in trouble i, I don't, don't why why not because it's plagiarism. That? It's plagiarism. No, it's not plagiarism. They're not illegally taking my work. The school, the school can get mad that they didn't do the work, but I'm not mad at them for using my work. I'm letting them use uh, my. Listen, work. you try at your college. You try to do this and no, and, no, and tell, don't get me wrong. And tell no. tell the administration that you're doing it and see how they respond. No, I totally agree <laughs> that I would get suspect. I would get expelled from the college, or I would yeah, get you'd be expelled. Job. But legally, I think that money's fully legal. Like if I made a hundred grand. But say I didn't even go to the college and I just did this for other kids, right? Or even if I did go mm-hmm. to the college, if I didn't get caught by the college, I don't think the tax collector, I don't think the government would get mad at me about it. Huh, that's interesting. Like, like I, I think, I, I feel like that is, because it's not, there's nothing I feel like illegal about because you're just paying someone for their work and they're allowing you to use the work. It's not, it's not plagiarism. 
I mean, it's, pl- hmm. it's plagiarism in the sense that it's someone else's work, but you're not illegally taking the work. You're paying them for the work. But you don't think it's illegal to sell the work? No. If I make a painting, okay. I can sell the painting, right? If I write an essay, why can't I sell the essay? All right. All right. No, no All I right. totally agree, though. Totally can get expelled for it, right? Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I don't think the seller can get in legal trouble for it. No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. Um, I, th- I think there's lines to be crossed, right? Like if you're helping conceal the identity or trying to do other stuff, right? Maybe you can get in legal trouble for some things. But if you're just trying to, like people's papers for them and just give them the paper and then they slap the name on it, like, hey, here's the paper. <laughs> As you want, like, I, I think, I think that, I don't think you can. Let's call that illegal. Maybe you can. I'm not. I mean, nah, you might be right. Let me let me add this in there too. This and this is probably gonna fully explain. I think why this is clean money. Jonah just says he he generates an invoice. It probably doesn't say what it's for. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there's also that piece of it. But anyway, uh, Wendy and Marty fight about what his what Marty's absence is doing to the kids. You know, Wendy is convinced that this is happening because of Marty's absence. He's, you know, he's doing this to try to impress Marty because Marty's never around. And Marty says, you know what, I I can stay here and we can talk about our feelings or I can go take care of some of of this stuff and make sure we don't die. And he's obviously prioritizing the don't die part of this over the talking about the feelings part. So he takes off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. The Snell's. Oh, this is going to be back and forth between the Snell uh, crep and and the birdhouse. Marty digs up the Snells, the the ancestral Snells, and w- Wilkes confronts Wendy again uh, and says, you know, he, he lied to the FBI to protect her so she can get out, but he's upset that she lied to him in the first place. You know, and Wendy tells him, I'm not going anywhere. So he he try he was trying to get her a deal so that she could get away. And that you know, even if Marty went down for this, Wendy wouldn't. But she says, "No, I'm not. I'm not going anywhere." So there you have it. At the motel, Rachel confronts Petty about Ruth, and wants a written plea deal. Okay, so she apparently didn't have anything in writing from Petty that she was going to get a deal. But Petty says, "You know what? You're not getting that written plea deal unless you give me something useful first. And he tells her to give Ruth the more drugs and she chucks them. She wants nothing to do with it. So I don't know if that means that Rachel is uh, in hot water with Petty or done with Petty or what, but she isn't going to follow his orders here. All right. I'm a little confused about this next scene. Did you have anything to say about that motel scene? No, 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 no. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm a little confused about this next scene and maybe you can help me understand it. Ruth tells Cade, to keep Wyatt and three out of whatever he's doing with the boat chopping. And she says, I'm in for whatever you need, which I don't know what that means. I think this, so his, him being a good father earlier, giving Mm. her, you know, a choice. Hey, right. Um, You know what? It's still kind of cute. I can't remember her exact wording for it, but she does say something along those lines. I think, um, I think she just enjoys her father. Her father's being good to her, and as long as he just doesn't do that one thing, you know, she'll do whatever he needs. That's what it seems so, like. So, I think that's a point in the Cade court right there. Well, it's very disappointing, is what it is. Okay, the next the next bit is going to go back and forth between the cemetery 
uh, where Buddy's being buried and the lab where they're testing the DNA of the bones, okay? So the FBI is at the, the funeral. The people in the lab are sequencing the DNA. Wilkes is at the funeral. The Kansas City mob is at the funeral. Uh, they're, the, in the lab, they say, oh, we've got a positive DNA match, but they're not telling us who yet. And back to Cosgrove the, in the, the Kansas City mob there, Jonah, it turns out, invited Frank Cosgrove uh, because he found his number in Buddy's Rolodex. Can I just say this, by the way? The Rolodex would have been really yep. cool to have on one of the icons. I know! Yeah, the Rolodex would have been really cool. I think that would have made a really good A, don't yeah. you? Yeah, you could have made that into an A. Yeah, I think the Rolodex <laughs> would have been really cool. Yeah, anyway. and, and uh, I love the Rolodex. I love that Jonah did this. Like, This is what, like, if I were Buddy, I would want somebody to do this for me. You know, when I go, you know, contact these people. I have to think now you're gonna get a Rolodex and leave it around just that way. Like, yeah, right. If you guys are like, uh oh, basically, it's your invitation <laughs> to who you want at your funeral. This is who you have yeah. for Rolodex. Exactly, exactly. But Marty asks him if they can delay the payment until the work starts. I, I sorry, I have to, I have to button with the Rolodex one more time. So were Rolodexes yep. considered to be like cool? Like, like wow, you are, you are a big shot. You got a Rolodex. No, nah, not cool, but they were more common in a business than in a home. But in a home, you usually had, you know, an address book. But well, in a business, the, the you had a Rolodex. seems nice, though, because then you could alphabetize yeah. it much easier. I know. I don't know. Uh, maybe they were more expensive than address books. I'm not really sure. Okay. I never had a Rolodex. I can tell. I can <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, because help with the answer of no, I don't think they really made you do a big shot. This is the person that did not have a Rolodex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I want to hear that answer from someone that did have a Rolodex. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that was a big status symbol. Yeah. <laughs> that was up there. Well, you had your Rolex and your Rolodex. One day, my boss came up to me and he offered me, you know, a ten percent raise or a Rolodex, and I mean, it was an easy decision, really, because now <laughs> everyone knows that I'm just, I'm just that much more authoritarian in the office now with the Rolodex. Yes, yes. Anyway. Yeah, you raise my salary, nobody knows about it. You give me a Rolodex, everybody knows. <laughs> everyone knows, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but Frank wants to talk to Marty privately and and says, you know, hey, what's going on? We I got people sitting around doing nothing, waiting to build your casino. And Marty says, yeah, I know, you know, it's, it's, it's happening. It's going to happen, but can we delay payment until it starts happening? And Frank agrees uh, in remembrance of Buddy. And that's, yeah, he that's seems a bit frustrated. You, you oh, know, like, yeah. Frank, scary guy. He looks displeased for a moment. Oh, so, yeah. Okay, you know what? Fine, but barely. <laughs> yep. You know, for, for Buddy, I'll do that. But... Back in the lab, all five skeletons, it turns out, have a 1 to 12.5% match to Jacob himself. So all it is is an old family burial plot. But like, now, this is my big sticking point with the episode is how did they substitute the, the ancestral snell bones for Dell and Grace and everybody else's bones? How did they do that? I, well, honestly, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I I can't, I can't get past that's that's probably the main reason why this episode has a nine for me because that just makes no sense to me. Uh, like show us something, yeah. You know, show us somebody breaking in to the lab and doing this. Well, listen, was, but this episode's already over like an hour and eight minutes. Didn't have the time. I know, so, I know. But fair, fair, yes. But fair is fair. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, Mason 
is about to be arrested for child endangerment. Thank God this guy needs to be arrested for child endangerment. Uh, He's got this baby outside in the cold for hours upon hours throughout the course of the day he's going he's leaving the baby god knows where to go harass marty and harass sheriff nicks like this guy needs to be brought to justice for the endangerment so like you're the person that called the cops on him (laughs) i would have called (laughs) the cops on him like i i would have been the person who called the cops on him for sure like, this is unacceptable. Uh, then, you know, knowing what I already know, that he dr- tried to drown the baby. Like, uh, uh, the, the, no, I have no use for this guy. Anyway. Baptism. Yeah, that's what it turned into, I suppose. Uh, he's lucky there's a baby left to baptize. Anyway, Wendy is going to give a eulogy at Buddy's funeral and basically says, you know, he saved our family. He was family. Which it's a beautiful eulogy, but not as beautiful oh, as, yeah, as no. Jonah's eulogy. Ugly after Jonah's. That's how good Jonah's is. Oh, it's so good. It's uh, it's just it's gorgeous. Yeah, I he wonder reads, yep. if you're Wendy, right? Like, do you feel a little angry or like upstaged by Jonah? Like, I oh, don't know. Good on your no. side. Right? How sweet. No, no, I don't know. No, you I'm feel joking. grateful that he waited until you were done to do this. Oh, yeah. You don't want to, I mean, that's true. <laughs> you, you, you don't want to follow up on that act. That is true. No. Wanna, it's like doing school projects and, you know, I've put in good effort in mind, but nothing. I haven't gone above and beyond the call, right? I've done what, what was asked of me and it's done, right? But yep. right before I go up to present, you know, the group or the person before me, they went above the call, right? They've they've done yep. everything. I go, no, yep. I'm next. <laughs> like exactly. I, so that is that's yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what this is. Well, well that's why I always I always volunteered to go first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I try to go as soon <laughs> as possible. Also, they yep. can kind of zone out then. It makes it a lot easier. But anyway, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jonah's eulogy is spectacular. I'm not gonna go through all of it. I just want to point out that he reads oh. messages from friends who couldn't be there, and that's amazing. What a, the, this is know, such a tearjerker at the very oh, end. Like, it oh. is. It is. At the end, when he says, "You know, he was my best friend," which he is was my so, buddy. He's buddy. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, but he. It's so sad. My only it's it's really sad to think that this you know old guy was Jonah's best friend, but it's also really beautiful that he acknowledges that friendship. So it, it's it's a real a really effective and beautiful scene. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to say about the eulogy or the funeral? Nope. Nope. Okay. All right. At the sheriff's office, Jacob is released, but Petty wants to know how they did it. He comes in and starts harassing Jacob. How'd you do it? How'd you do it? Jacob just thanks him for helping them find their ancestors but darlene takes it a step farther and says they'll be suing the fbi for desecrating the graves well there you have it i think it's not going well for petty right now (laughs) no this is not a good day for petty not 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 like game day anyway no not like game day yeah Uh, i'm not sure but i think you know, in an episode that's an hour and seven minutes long, I'm not sure why we need this next scene with Sam and Jade and Wendy. No, yeah, We're, I guess trying to show that Sam and Jade, you know, they... They seem they, to be a couple. They seem to actually be a couple, yeah. And, you know, yeah. you can question Jade's motives at first, but seems to be, you know, yeah, I'll believe it. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. And they just, they're reminiscing about Wendy buying that house. Anyway, yeah. back home, Jonah gives a viking funeral to the deer head Stag, yes, indeed. as the show could have been or the episode could have been called <laughs> there you go 
There you go. And then we're on to the final scene. And I love this scene. This is so good. All right. So we're, we're back at the Blue Cat. The party has dispersed. And it's just Marty drinking at the bar alone. And Rachel says, yeah, I'm not going to let you drink alone. I'll, I'll sit and talk with you and drink a beer with you. And Marty talks to Rachel about how he buries his emotions. And he says when Charlotte was born, his first thought was, okay, it's not okay to die now. What a Which, thought. Yeah. Oh, yes yes yeah so when he said i mean it wasn't my first thought but eventually it was like man now like my life matters more than it did before <laughs> like there's somebody there's somebody you know counting on me relying on me it's not oh, okay I'll, for me to die now i like to imagine you're like a sinking ship and they're going children and parents first and you're like yes more important like like, <laughs> like, like, like yes. <laughs> uh, i would oh, be like man. dang no wait <laughs> you sure yeah. like, oh. yep yeah uh he tells rachel that the last thing he did with buddy was hurt him and when he was when he caught him shaving it wasn't intentional but this he is like marty has feelings he just doesn't show them and he doesn't let them make decisions for him right but yeah, then things get, just, as, gets, start so, to get real sorry, here sorry he yeah, buries ahead. them he buries them as oh. the title should have been ah, that's, it's, it's true <laughs> it's true uh then things start to get serious though and he tells rachel that if things go wrong she'll be taken care of by a, by that private eye in chicago and he's about to start giving her really good, useful information for Petty that she could use to get her written pre plea deal, and she kisses him. Now, yeah, a lot of this is probably listen. Ruth probably just saved Marty's butt at least partway. Ruth uh, or Rachel? Ruth. I mean, Rachel literally, but also Ruth because I think what Ruth says to Rachel and what she shows to Rachel, I I mean, certainly influences her decisions to like you know. Yeah, going to Petty, you know, screw you, Petty, and then kind yep. of. Now she might have, she might have saved Marty anyway here, but I, yeah, you know, I, I think the Ruth thing doesn't hurt. Kind of the same way, like Wendy helping and Marty too, but Wendy as well, like being nice to Ruth and kind of causing her to be mm -hmm. willing to save Marty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's. These little yeah, actions, right. these little actions go a long way. And uh, yeah, I think nice. I think I think you're right about that. It's true. So do, let me ask you this. Do you think that Rachel only kissed him to stop him from talking? Or do you think that she actually wanted to kiss him anyway? There's, there's some, there's some, there's something. I don't know if there still is after like what first happened, but I think, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe seeing him in the state he was and I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe something she liked about that, but. Yeah, I mean, back in season one, she was practically throwing herself at him at yeah. one point. Like, yeah, I, she definitely <laughs> was into him at one point. I mean, she and, literally and, even said uh, something like this season when she came back, like, you had your chance. Right. <laughs> so. Right, exactly. So, so I, I, I think that I think that there's both here. I think she's trying to stop him from talking, but I also think she legitimately wanted to kiss him. And he definitely wanted to kiss her because they stopped kissing and then he kisses her back again. Yeah. So, but she cuts him off to show him that she's wearing a wire. It's not just <laughs> sexy time taking the shirt off. It's I need to take my shirt off to show you that I'm wearing a wire. What a, what a, yeah, what a look, the look on Marty at the very end. Oh. Yeah, and, and Rachel looks so apologetic and, and Marty looks so hurt and shocked. But 
which is kind of funny because just two episodes ago they were all accusing her of this anyway listen because rachel made the great play of throwing he did uh, throwing or pet into the bus yeah especially when he turned out to actually be an fbi agent yeah it, it, it's that was a great play by rachel but anyway that that's all we have in this episode uh i'm sticking with my nine because i i'm just hung up on that bone thing but i I'm, i can't I, blame I can I can respect your your. Is it your highest nine? Is it your highest nine at least? Mm. Oh come on! It, it, really? Yeah, it, it probably it probably is my highest you nine. Okay. I I got to think about that a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's fair. But uh, yeah, still still ten for me. Blue oh, you know what? No, I take game. that back. It's not my highest nine. Stag is my highest nine. Okay, then. Won't yeah. be like that. But yeah, I I do nine. I do want to be like that. Yep. I mean, it's no. In what language, Mr. Sal? How do you say nine? Deutsch, nine? German. Yes. German. German. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun fact they have TVs in Germany. They sure do. <laughs> speaking of TVs, there's a time and a place for that. Yes, if sir. you're willing to. TV time. <laughs> that was quite the segue. Good for you, Kurt. That was, that was impressive. Was that impressive? Uh, no. Impressive. I mean, it made it made an impression on me. I, <laughs> I think the shoe is shooting the hammering in of TVs <laughs> in Germany. It is, but, but it is TV time. It is That's TV right. time. Uh, I'm very curious. Okay, what so what do you think, Kurt? Well, people, they gave it a five. Also, I'm very, I'm always, I, I basically, I was, they gave it a five. Yes, they did. Sixty-five percent. And does this one have a poll question? It does have a poll question. Okay, we did. I guess we'll do that at the end. But so the okay. character rating. This one, I, I really. Some of the, I, hmm. Hmm. Who to give it to? I guess you give it to like. I feel oh, so. Is, is there? The, I, I give mine to Buddy. I'm okay. I, as as oh, in be. memoriam the the yes. in memoriam award. Okay. I mean, as Buddy. as it should be. Okay. Um, because that's the rules and i you know i don't make the rules i simply follow them you <laughs> bit more of a rebel i can respect it in some ways not in this case okay uh i don't think <laughs> it's so hard not rachel not ruth even though ruth is definitely interesting you know i i don't think she did enough wendy maybe marty's always in contention and typically and he's in contention he'd say are you talking about me or, or the fans you you okay and I think the third character I just thought of. Now I can't remember. So they weren't that important. Oh, of course, one of the Snells. Uh, okay. I don't think Arlene you would have picked. Oh, Jonah. Jonah is the other person. Could you okay. have picked Jonah? See, you're sap for sad things, though, right? Jonah's a real, <laughs> just like depressing character. To this. So, like, maybe you're just loving Jonah here uh, and his grieving and whatnot. You're, you're like sucking. You're like, you're, you're like eating his sadness, right? Like, energy vampire yeah oh yeah there you go yes yes like an energy oh. vampire. so <laughs> um man i really don't know which one you picked i this is a real hard one uh you went with see things i feel like you're a hipster type of person like, i feel like you don't want to go with marty just because marty is like the a default pick uh-huh so i feel like, I, I i wonder i have i have voted for marty before you have you have you know what i i want to say that the biased stuff we talk about at the end, right? I think that applied to you. I think you did say Marty. I'll go Marty. And the people, okay. the people also say Marty. Okay. So uh, I did not say Marty. 
and ni- neither did the people you're over to. Oh my goodness. Oh. Marty uh, gets 31% of the vote though. He is in second place. Uh, he is, would not even be my second place. I, I will confess to some recency bias, but it would have been Rachel if I, went, if I fell for the recency, recency bias. <laughs> I know, it, yeah, I think Rachel was better. <laughs> But yeah, it wasn't it, in there enough to. to no, get it wasn't. It wasn't Rachel. So uh, that I didn't pick Rachel. I didn't pick Marty. Uh, I will tell you that as far as TV time goes, um, Wendy's. Wendy and Ruth are in fifth and fourth respectively. Wendy has three percent of the vote. Ruth has four percent of the vote. Did they? Is it Buddy or Jonah? Uh, it, it is Buddy or Jonah. One of them is is in first place. I hope they follow the rules, buddy. Buddy is 12% and in third place. Oh, it is Jonah. Jonah was Jonah. 50% of the vote. That's and a pity that... vote. Those all should be for Buddy. No offense. Actually, not really. Jonah is actually. <laughs> Jonah. <laughs> I, I voted for Jonah. Yeah, because you're, you're actually. I gave the reasons. And then I. I yeah, yo, you had myself. me. You had me I, completely the, pegged. I was like, oh, he's got it. How did he figure this out? I can't believe I he talked, did this. I, uh, I, uh, I talked. I gave all the reasons for Jonah. I was like, here's why it could be Jonah and Marty. <laughs> why? Oh, my Lord. Okay, yeah, well. but I, as well as the fans, picked Jonah. Jonah had 50% of the vote. Who would you have voted for? You vote Buddy, you said, right? Buddy. I would not have. I, it would have been between Wendy, uh, Jonah for me. Okay. Um, but you said I, I do. I do like two of Jonah's really sad scenes. Really sad. Maybe Jonah. Oh yeah, Jonah's yeah. eulogy clinched this for me. It was awesome. Oh, the eulogy, but, yeah, amazing. But even beyond just you know, beyond what he said, just the actions that he took really did it for me. You know, using the Rolodex to contact buddy's friends and the viking funeral for the deer head like the, the stuff that, time for a character at school yes. he's struggling you know yeah he's, it's impacting him and yep whatnot. yeah jo- th- this this was actually a relatively easy one for me jonah yeah fair enough uh michelle the poll There's no yeah question. the poll so i'm not sure we can really respond to this poll because okay. the poll is <laughs> by the end of season two rachel will and the choices okay, are. I think yeah. we leave it there. I don't think we even read it from there. Yeah, I'm not it? even gonna. T- I'm just gonna yeah. tell you what the choices are, and I'm not even gonna tell you what the audience votes were. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I so, I, I, I'm just gonna say I, I'd imagine the audience shockingly accurate somehow. They just <laughs> they just somehow know. But anyway. But the the problem is, Kurt. I don't remember what happens to Rachel. <laughs> so. By the end of season two, Rachel, will the choices are die, turn in the birds, run away, or join the birds. Yeah. So uh-huh. and I honestly don't remember. So I think that is like seemingly the full spectrum of what Rachel could do. So seems that way. Uh, all right. That's good TV yeah. time, Mr. Sam. Yes. Time. Uh, that Not that is all me. we have. This, okay. Do you have anything else you want to say about outer darkness? Uh, nope. It's dark. It has some inner darkness. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. Okay. So anyway, that is all we have to say about Art of Darkness. And folks, if you'd like to contact us, showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. We appreciate you sharing the podcast, subscribing, downloading, and leaving us five-star ratings and reviews. And we hope to talk to you again next week when we cover season two, episode what are we on? Seven? seven. It'll be seven. Don't know the and title, I've, seven. Oh man, I just had the title. One way out. It. One no one way out one way out yes <laughs> one way out wow one that was out. awesome well, awesome the spoilers job, don't Mr. Come Sal. Out, 
Yes, I, I'll try to redeem myself in the spoiler zone. All right, folks. If you're into spoilers, stick around. If you don't want spoilers, see you next week. Here we are in the spoiler zone. Mr. Sal, I have to preface the spoilers. I know there's. I know you want to talk about that Wendy, um, t- you know, promise Mason. to Buddy. Yeah. Oh, the oh. Wendy promise to Buddy. Yeah, and the Wendy Mason. <laughs> oh, thing, yes. <laughs> oh, but yes. Mr. Sal, I do yes. know how they got the bones in. You do? Uh, I do. I didn't want to say during the episode. Oh my uh, goodness! To... Tell me. I do know. Um, if you can remember, I thought I remembered, and I did look it up, and someone said this online as well, so I'm I'm confident this is it. Then, when when Mason has Wendy hostage, which will probably be next episode, actually. Yes. Um, she says to him that they found his wife body. She found Grace's body at the Snells. They found Grace's body at the Snells, but they switched the bones, uh, and paid off the coroner. They switched the bones by paying off the coroner. Oh, okay. And so, okay, you never, you never get confirmation if that was true because she's just kind of saying it to, like, I guess, you know, pacify him or like make him, you know, not yeah, as she's angry. Un- but, she's under duress, yeah, yeah, under duress. But I mean, I think that's all we that's what I remember. I mean, it probably is true. So, <laughs> there it so, probably is. I, I still think they could have you you know, shown us that, that happening, but, yeah, but Mr. Sal, but also, I mean, there's an argument to me that like Nick's cop is kind of also yeah. you know but you know he's kind of on the snell side so maybe he also helped him out too but yeah, yeah. could be in, fa- in fact uh i'd imagine it went through the snells the you know getting the admission admitted in maybe but in either case they do they will address it i didn't want to say that during the podcast okay. but basically i'm hoping will you up it to a 10 no no i i i, I wanted to see it in there mm. in that episode sorry see it to believe it type of person okay no 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 you're lost okay well not 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 really see it to believe it necessarily no, more no, like no. okay it's a different episode man <laughs> <laughs> oh well you know i just i i there's something about that argument i don't like it's a different episode so I, just, I mean yeah, I, that's a terrible argument <laughs> it's a terrible argument i should not have made that argument it makes no sense because there's a lot of different I don't, I don't know it's like do you just not pay attention to other things if they're in other episodes i don't know no uh, no it's, it's just it you want the satisfaction was, on this episode it's relevant now it's not it's want. not about but it's not like it was a cliffhanger you know what i mean like they the, skipped over it, it th- that's what it was they skipped it it's not like showing it to me now would ruin that reveal in the next episode you know it's yeah. not so i'm trying to think of an example from Ozark that's already happened that would, would explain this, but, but I'm coming up blank here. I can't think of one. Yeah, but regardless. So I say, I talk about it in Lost all the time. I say, you know, we just, we just talked about it a couple of weeks ago. You know, I, I'm reserving judgment on this because I want to see how it pays off in the next episode. Do you know what I mean? So, so you would because... up this to a 10. Was, was, was the, with that logic, would you up this to a 10 after seeing well, how it goes? No, no, listen, because but that's because they intentionally leave us with a cliffhanger like oh my god i wonder what's going to happen i'm not i'm not leaving this episode thinking oh my god everything depends on how they switch those bones the, the fact of the matter is they switch the bones it doesn't matter really how it happened it just logistically in my in my mind logistically it doesn't make any sense that they switch the bones so or how they switch all the, the bones. right right 
So no, I'm not going to change it. Sorry, man. Okay. Okay. All right. Mm, so last decision. I, so, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I do want to talk about this Wendy and uh, Buddy scene in the beginning where she talks about the Gold Coast because I feel like Gold Coast is kind of the redneck of this season. Yeah, they keep bringing it up, and it's like, oh well, I, I, I can guess what's going to happen in the last episode, right? They're they're going to go <laughs> for the they're going for the big run for it, and yeah. we know that Wendy's basically the reason why they don't leave. Yes, it's so, it's it's Wendy's decision, and Wendy is the one who heard this from Buddy. You yeah, know, Buddy didn't say this to Marty. Buddy said it to Wendy. So, so do you think Buddy? Which, though, go ahead. Oh, 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 oh one other thing, uh, big. Oh, a theme of the episode is Marty getting on Wendy's case for making unilateral decisions. And yep. I mean, that's the biggest unilateral decision and in Marty's oh, face. And, and that's all season three is, is one unilateral decision by Wendy after another. Yeah. So maybe Marty was right to get on her case. About- <laughs> oh, I totally agree. <laughs> I mean, if, look, Marty is, is correct in saying, you got to run stuff by me, but it should have been, you have to run stuff by me, just like I need to run stuff by you. We need to be in this together. Otherwise it's not going to work. And if I think that if he had been that in that mindset from the beginning, it all could have worked out. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, tacitly, as far as like we know, blaming Marty for Wendy's actions here. You're like, you know, and listen, if Marty just played the ball better, maybe Wendy wouldn't be forced to do this, but he has it coming now. Well, but I, I do blame Marty for that, though, because he consistently boxed her out early. That's fair. And kind of backed her into a corner where she had to start making decisions unilaterally. That's fine. Whereas but if, I don't think that justifies what Wendy does at the end of the season. Oh, at the end of this season? No, at the end of yeah. this season, it's it's egregious. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's egregious what she does. But back on Buddy. So Buddy tells mm-hmm. just Wendy you're saying right so so buddy tells wendy he doesn't tell marty tells wendy and and wendy is the one who who has to who's going to be the one who rejects it so he told her now do you think he told her because he knew that she was the one who needed to hear it or do you think he told her because of opportunity i i think he just told her because they're in the moment and um yeah because he he seemed he didn't even know that they had a plan right he was asking hey run off once you guys can and yeah. she told him of the plan and he's like wonderful glad to hear so no i don't i don't think buddy was like any of the wiser that, and, and to be okay. honest wendy seems like uh, it doesn't seem like wendy's any of the wiser that she plans to stay either gotcha. you know what i mean so yeah but i think i think wendy also would love to leave <laughs> yeah. right now yes at the mo in the moment yes i agree with that uh but okay. so the mason and wendy thing yeah so so I, what I really latched onto in that scene is Mason saying the, that blood is never washing off. I'm going to see to that because that's clear foreshadowing of the, you know, the next episode, the very next episode it's, it's, it's happening that he's going to kidnap her. And we're going to figure out about the bone things, but that's not good enough for yes. Mr. Sal. He wants to have it. Michelle's the type of guy that walks into like a restaurant and he orders like three, you know, an appetizer, maybe even two entrees. Uh, dessert right and he's like okay and i want that in two minutes and they're like well sure we have to you know we have to make the food prepare the food we'll have to get it to you and he's like okay that's just not really what i was looking for but not very satisfying and he just kind of you know he gets all angry about it because it didn't happen as soon as he wanted it to happen but you know that's the way uh, so, life is 
that this this seems more to me like they finished they finished the uh this episode oh, wait finished... i'm sorry before you see you're countering my analogy with your own analogy okay no this isn't an analogy this okay. is this is this is like my speculation my speculation is they finished outer darkness and they were like ah crap we never explained how they switched those bones that and that was kind of sucky uh, we better throw that in there somewhere in the next episode to make sure that we cover our bases. Well, you know, if, if it has the same outcome, does it really matter? Yes, execution <laughs> does matter. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I disagree. Like, to be honest, if they just sat there and there was no video playing and they just told me what was going on on screen, I think that'd be just as good. I mean, I think just the end goal matters. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the end goal does the end goal does matter but the execution of getting there also matters we can agree to disagree okay the, all right i mean we're gonna disagree but i gave the thing a nine it's not like i gave it a seven or something i gave it a nine i still love the episode it's a great episode anyway all right uh, i don't really have anything else for the spoilers do you no i'm just sad that you didn't up it to a 10 i was really hoping you would so i'm just kind of sad now Sorry. You know, in, in the same way that people can get pity votes at times of death, either themselves or different characters around them that are affected by the death. Oh, we saw that in Lost recently. Um, we, mm-hmm. say, we see it kind of here. I mean, Jonah actually does kind of deserve it. I'm not going to actually put it too much on Jonah. Um, basically, I'm looking for a pity 10 out of it. <laughs> no, no, no pity 10. Why, well, why I'm would submitting I a formal, I'm submitting a formal request for a pity 10. <laughs> uh, rejected. What? Why? I was really I... I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to appeal that rejection. That was a pretty quick rejection. <laughs> you have to why? at least give it a review. That was that's a fast okay. rejection. All right, I'll think about it. I can think. No. So. <laughs> okay. So why why do you deserve my pity anyway? <laughs> I've never heard someone say that before. Why should I pity you? Why? Why? <laughs> what? What? What's so pitiful about you that I? Must well, you said you're looking you. for the for the pity vote, and I'm I'm just yeah. wondering why I need to pity you. Think about <laughs> think about just being really excited to talk about something, right? And yeah. you're holding on to it. You're pretending like you don't even know about it either. But I played dumb during mm-hmm. the podcast, and then. Mm-hmm. You play your trap card, and the person's not even grateful in the slightest. In fact, it almost feels like they spit right in your face and like wipe it around a bit. So, mm. I, I it's just it, it's it's a pitiful thing. I feel real pity. Mm. I'm pitiful. You right feel now. pity, but you're asking me to feel pity, which I don't. Uh, Sorry. I'm oh yeah, yeah. I am pitiful right t- now. <laughs> okay. that, that like I'm, so I'm full of pity. And- as a, re- <laughs> as a rebuttal, I will reference the Leftover Season 2 episode, I believe 6, Lens, uh, and, and, if you, I'll, and I'll, I'll offer that up if you will retroactively increase your rating on that to a uh, 9 minimum, then I'll, I'll up this to a 10. Oh, sure, yeah, I'll give it a 10 if you want, yeah, well, by all means. <laughs> <laughs> you give, you'll give Lens a 10? You go into yeah, the sure. spreadsheet and change it? Oh wait, no wait. So yeah, I gotta like actually like in paper, like on the record. Okay, okay. How about this? Off the record ten. You give it on the record ten then. Okay, I'll, I'll give, give this lens... one an off. I'll give this one an off the record ten. No, then. no, no. You give it an on the record ten. I'll give lens an off the record ten. No, definitely not. That's just I'll words. Words it. are wind. Words are wind. No, that's not. Okay. <laughs> well, 
I'll, I'll think. I'll, 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 if I don't forget about this, I'll see if I can negotiate something out of this. We'll see if okay. it's to be a ten by by the season's end. Okay. But, well, okay. it's highly unlikely. But... I think I'll win the court case, so I don't know if I want to take the plea bargains. Okay. Like if we, if we go to trial, I think I'll. I, all right. Um, anyway. All right. Well, folks, that's all we have for this week. We'll look forward to talking to you next week when we cover Ozark season two, episode seven. One way out.